Catch the Pulse this Thursday at 1.30 p.m. Eastern, 10.30 a.m. Pacific time. This week, Joita talks to Memorial University researcher Lee Lewis, the creator of the Dialysis Project, about a one-woman show exploring the lived experience as an at-home dialysis patient. That's the Pulse at 1.30 p.m. Eastern time, 10.30 a.m. Pacific time right here on AMI-audio, also available as a podcast and on YouTube. All over the place you can find the Pulse. My goodness. Kelly McDonald at the home studio, London, Ontario. Ramya Muthan over there on main campus at AMI. And we welcome you back to uh, hour two of the program. And we, on Mondays and Tuesdays, get a chance to settle down and listen into what's happening in different regions around the country. We welcome Kim Kilpatrick from Ottawa here to join us today. Kim, welcome back. Hello, hello. It is like summer here, but it is very windy. Mm. You guys still have the wind, eh? We were talking about at the top of the show. It was nuts here on Saturday. Oh, it's really windy. Not quite as much as on the weekend, but still. But it's been so warm. It's been in the 20s and the... High teens is very interesting for this so, time of year. When traveling, in what would you say between rain, snow, or wind? Which one is for you the worst to travel in? Wind. Yeah, that's what I say, hands down. I think mm. nothing yeah. to me compares yeah, with the others. No way. I mean, a blizzard with wind is is worse than just rain wind with wind by is horrible. Itself. Snow with wind, wind rain by with itself? wind not as bad, but snow with wind. Yep. Snow with wind because it covers up your, like your landmarks with your feet and stuff. I would say, yeah. but wind is the worst of the three. Like if I was gonna, well, it's loud and in, like you say, if there's snow, one. it changes the environment on you. It's sneaky. It's like uh, <laughs> that's what I can't do with the snow because then I lose the tactile skills with the cane, right? Yes, which I find to yeah. be yeah. much more throwing off. Yeah. yeah, for sure. But the wind is hard at intersections. Like like I'd yep. much. You know, the wind is just tired. Um, yeah. So it can be a bright, sunny day more. and wind can be a pain, right? That That's, I guess, what I'm saying out of yeah. all the things I just really, you know, I mean, hey, it's nice inside yeah. when you're, you know, watching something or whatever or reading a, an <laughs> audio book and it's, that's beautiful. But yeah, and he's no, like, no, oh, no it's so nice. Yeah, yeah, when you're out in it, get out yeah. of here. Uh, Kim, right. let's talk about the Gladstone <laughs> Theater who are back with a radio play for Remembrance Day entitled Voices from the Front, the radio show. Yeah, so I've told this uh, on the show before about the radio play, and they have one once a year, usually at Christmas. And I've been to a couple of them, and it's just people reading on stage, and they have the, um, Kelly, you'll remember the name of that thing that does all the sound effects, like the box. The foley. It's like a big oh. foley, yeah, the foley. Yep. Yep. They have the foley, and they have they pretend they sing, pretend commercials from, like, you know, the 40s, and, the, like, it's very fun. Um but they've changed it this year. They're doing one for Remembrance Day. Uh, so it's Voices from the Front. The first half is going to be World War One kind of letters, and then the second half, I guess, World War Two. And I think they're practicing it so they can take it into schools, which I think is really quite cool. Um, and so the radio play, it, it's really fun, Like, and it's good for us because it's all, there's no, I mean, there's acting, but there's no, props and there's no moving around and so it's just the people on the stage doing like a radio play and and so it's it's very accessible to us so um that's going to be that's going to be great that they're back and they're doing this this new radio play and they are um 
they're not streaming. They were streaming last year sometimes. They're not streaming. I wish they did stream this one, but they're not. And so they do have some performances that are more distant, so they'll they'll have fewer people in it and some that aren't. So you kind of just need to, to check with them to see uh, how, it, how it is, which one you, know, you might want to go to. But it's from the 9th to the 11th, and there's some matinee performances and um, some evening performances. And, oh, yeah, there's one on the 12th, too. I see that on the 12th. So the full capacity seating is on November 9th and November 11th at 2.30 and 7.30. And then um, some of the other ones will have some limited, or not limited capacity, but they'll distance more. So if you don't feel as comfortable, it's a really nice little theater. It's in um, kind of in Little Italy. It's It used to be the GCTC before the GCTC moved, and they do a lot of really interesting things, and they're independent. So it's, it's, it's a nice little theater. I like to support them. And uh, the radio play is always fun. I don't think this one will be lighthearted because it's like story. Well, you know, that can be lighthearted too. So I don't know. But it should be really good though, I think. Okay. Well, we have the details you sent to us and we'll put that up on our blog, ami.ca slash Co. Exactly. Um, Kim, tell us about the City of Ottawa recreation programs that are going on. Yeah, so I just looked in here uh, out of curiosity, and I've realized how many things, and I think a lot of us don't realize how many things our, our programs our cities have. You know, especially when we've lived in the city for a long time, we're not thinking about all the recreational mm-hmm. programming and the, um, you know, the virtual, like they still have a lot of virtual programming, the skating, the swimming, the, you know, the lessons of things like that. And sometimes if you want to take a lesson in something it can be cheaper to do it through the city, so so fitness programs. But also, um, I took once, I took pottery through the city. You know, there's arts and culture things. There's a lot. And um, I gave you a different link because, unfortunately, when I went to ottawa.ca to look them up, it wasn't as accessible as this link here, um, which is interesting, uh, join.ottawa.ca. Um, and that seemed more accessible. So... Uh, unfortunately for the city, the one that, that that they had just was very confusing to me. But it's amazing all the things that they have. I just didn't even know, like cooking and, you know, all different kinds of fitness. And, and for all age groups. Uh, all the different places. Yeah, for all age groups, like for kids and for adults and seniors and, um, you know, accessibility programming. So you can have people that uh, they will find volunteers to go with you to some programs if you feel more comfortable with that. There, there's just so much that the cities have to offer, and I think we don't think about that. You know, we don't often always think about our cities in that way in terms of the recreation, and I think we really should because I think it's also an economical way of yeah. taking taking programs, taking courses. And for sure, if you call in and and investigate, you may be able to find some subsidies or other ways that you can, um, you know, have the support that you need to take part in the programs. And that's, uh, you know, considering that they have personnel and people working on diversity and inclusion and all of these different initiatives, right? Yeah, you can. And also, some of them have discounts, right? Sometimes, Mm -hmm. like I think every city is different and sometimes they'll have discounts. And they'll have, or they'll have a two for one if you, you know, want to 
uh, go with someone to to certain class or something like that. So there's lots of things, and and I would definitely explore those um, when when you want to do something. Look up the city and see what they've got near you because all the cities have community centers scattered all across the city. So Mm -hmm. chances are there's something nearby where you are too. And I think it's really important. It's really good um, to look around for what your city has to offer and take advantage of it. And as you're getting into winter, you know, maybe you're stuck inside, maybe you want to do some of this virtual programming or you want to go somewhere and skate or swim or do fitness or go to a gym or something like that. It's it's really great to be able to do all of these with your city. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Kim, I love this next one that you've got from Braille Literacy Canada, and it's a wonderful workshop about something I don't think we think enough of, forgetting how much our Braillers and (laughs) Braille devices go through because our hands are on them. Absolutely. Now, the last time someone cleaned my brailler, they said there was an awful lot of dog hair in it. And oh. I guess we can't help that because it oh, blows it around. Du- right? It keeps the, the dust And company. inside the Perkins, it just, just gets the dog hair in there. So, um, yeah, so we're doing a workshop with B- Brailleursy Canada on uh, the 19th of November coming up. And it's a work cha- uh, workshop with Rick Chant. And Rick Chant has been repairing... Uh, Braille devices and, and things for more than 25 years. And he uh, used to be with Aroga, when Aroga and then he, now he's with um, Canadian Assistive Technology. But he has his own company called Chaos Technical Services. And he repairs a lot of things, including talking book players and all kinds of things. But he's going to talk specifically about keeping our devices clean, um, our Perkins Brailers clean, and also Braille displays that we might have or, or things like that to keep them clean and in good repair. But also, what happens when we send them? Because I said to him, well, what happened when I was arranging this with him? What happens when we send them in? What happens? Like, what do you do? And so he's definitely going to talk about that. So the date is uh, November 19th, and the time is 1 p.m. Eastern. This is a Saturday. And to register, you should email info at blc-lbc.ca. And uh, so I think I'm really excited about this because, uh, like you say, Kelly, I mean, you can't not have your hands on these devices. So you got your hands on them. Um, and some people say, yes, clean it with alcohol. And some people say, don't do that with a Braille display. And then some people say, you know, with the Perkins, you have to do this or that. Or, so we want to hear from him because he knows Um what do you do and how can you keep things working longer without having to send them in? And when you do send them in, what do they check? What happens? What do they do? You know, how do they fix them? That those kind of things. And so I think it'll be, I think it'll be really, really interesting because I actually don't know the answers to a lot of these questions and we all have these devices. And when we lose them for some Mm. reason, we realize how much we depend on them. So yeah. I think it, it's going to be If we could do uh, really some of that great. work ourselves, especially the, the cleaning of a brailler. My brailler ends up sitting too long. Dust and everything gets into the, the oils yeah. and just destroys it because yeah. it sits there. You go to use it and it jams. The the, the pins jam. So um, I can think much yeah. the same with a, with a braille display, whether you're using it or not because of Absolutely. the oils in your, your skin. Kim, thanks a lot. The oils well, in your hands. Yep, mm, exactly. Well, talk to you next okay. month. We'll put all this up on our blog. Talk. Appreciate it. Talk later. Kim Kilpatrick out of Ottawa, ami.ca slash Kelly Co for dates and information on the subjects she brought to us. That's where we put them, uh, all that information on the Kelly and Company blog. And remember, we talk with our community reporters on Mondays and Tuesdays right here on the program.
up next, thinking of gifts for Christmas? Uh, you better be. It's getting that time, folks. On our CNIB Smart Life chat today, we're joined by Smart Life coaches Mason and Maria to discover great accessible gifts for the holidays. We'll talk to them after this. 